What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the Great Man Saw. So you just caught me out there. I was trying to just get the share out before <laughs> the the, uh, the opening uh, intro uh, finish. Saw. So welcome. How are you? Bit warm today, but there's a bit of a change coming through. Thunder might get some added effects here uh, throughout the show. So. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Double Coverage, uh, the, the number one uh, hobby podcast in planet Earth. Let's just <laughs> beat around the bush. Um, we'll just pump our own tyres. Toma, how are we? It's been a big week. I'm good. Every, everything's flowing around, along in sport. Uh, you know, we had the first card in the UFC over the weekend. What a card it was. Uh, Massive. We obviously... The NBA is rolling along. We got it. We got it. We got a few big hobby scams to talk about that we'll uh, elaborate a bit later in, in hobby talk and, and let you know, know what's uh, what's going on. But definitely, uh, we will back to well, normal resumption at some point, Donna. Uh, there is a card be, show this weekend, which we'll, there we'll, we'll, we'll as get. Well. We'll get to that. We'll definitely will in hobby talk. We will get back to normal resumption, as you can tell. We are now both back in Melbourne. Our usual backdrops, back to normal. I've got the roll clean on. Where is it? Right here. There it is. Repping the roll clean. Thanks to Maddie and Cat over in South in the, in the business, Doma. And I'll tell you so what. I got soap. The card show Mate, this weekend. Soap. I'm going to be smelling so good. I've got soap coming out of my ass. That's how much soap I got. <laughs> and I'm loving it. I smell good. I've got soap coming out you of my feel good. And then yeah, that's when you play good, Doma. We've also got the, these as well. We'll rip in. Yep. Uh, it's a pack war. So Mr. Court King, so Matty Tabe, he sent us a repack each, and we're going to go up against each other, see who wins out there. So we've got a bit on today, but we're going to fly through some of the stuff, and we're going to start with the basketball like we always do, the NBA. And some great news this morning, Source. Massive news, huge news. Um, for people that have false belief, in, the, in this side, but huge. You acquired, the Lakers acquired a player that is going to help them win the title. They got rid of Kendrick Nunn and three second round picks for a Rui Who's Your Mama from uh, the Wizards. And your thoughts? <laughs> Welcome, Rui. Welcome to the Lakers. It's good to have you on board. But we're still going to be shit, Donna. We're still going to be shit. The Lakers is not going to fix nothing. We're still going to be rubbish. Um, I mean, it gives us a bit more more length, I guess. But we'll see if he can step up to the plate and, uh, you know, enhance those statistics and do a little bit more than what he was doing at the Wizards. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to have that ability or, or, or that 
that role, you know, once you get the full team back. I think Anthony Davis is just around the corner. Doma, I think maybe a week's time, a uh, week and a bit, AD could be back on the court. That's that's the report. So uh, we'll have to see how, how it happens. It, it, look, for the Lakers, it's all going to be after the All-Star break. Once that All-Star break kicks around, can they stay healthy, make a bit of a run, obviously just make the playoffs in general. The goal would be to make seventh uh, at least, so you don't have to play do the playing. But – you know, I think they're good enough to at least get to the plane uh, and have a chance to get to the playoffs. Uh, I still am not sold on the roster. So I, I don't think the Lakers are going to be, you know, any threat um, to the championship this year. Thoughts on the other reports from uh, NBA circles that San Antonio is still a trade partner with the Lakers and a deal is almost imminent there surrounding Russell Westbrook uh, and they're looking potential. Uh, I saw that it was Jakob Pertl, another player, a pick and Doug McDermott for Russell Westbrook. So you throw yeah, it look, on. I mean, you know, you're getting a solid big in Pirtle and, you know, we've shown that, uh, you know, Thomas Bryant can definitely play that second big or even, you know, have him as the first big and, and have Pirtle as the second big once you got AD back in there. Um, and then Doug McDermott, he's having a very good season, so I'm not sure if people are aware. I think he's shooting absolutely lights out from three. The Lakers are lacking shooting, so he would be a good fit. Massively. Um so, look, uh, I don't know. I'm interested to see where this goes. You know, I feel like they've just waited too long. They've just waited too long to make these moves. You reckon? Like, I don't know, because they've, they've increased the the stock on Westbrook because he's still well, dominating. Yeah, so he's, he's stock's going through off the, the bench. No, no, no. So not I feel for like, anything. But yeah, no, I don't know. They had, they had to give him some playing time. Like, they couldn't, the, from what we were getting at the start of the season, but now's the time where they've got to pull the trigger. It, yeah, hundred percent. And the, the other positive thing for the Lakers too are Indiana struggling. So the fact that they're struggling again, like they were going really well, and then they've been in a bit of a slump. They've dropped into the ninth seed in the East. They haven't been playing really well. It could be the move there, you know, to try and get give them the belief that they well, need a player that can help them. Quite a bit. Halliburton's been injured, so. Yeah, um, but it's like you try and give them belief that, oh, you know, if Halliburton's injured, you can get a guy like Westbrook in to help you out. You try and get that Buddy healed slash Miles Turner trade to go ahead. You try and work something. I don't know. So there's possibilities everywhere for the Lakers. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But it's you take the big guys at the moment and some shooting. for Well, that's what you need. Uh, welcome shooting. global. Yeah, definitely. Welcome global. He says, Rui, the ruiner, <laughs> still no help for the Don. And yeah, it doesn't look like they're getting anything. I don't think they're getting time. Soon. I feel like they think that that roster is going to be enough and that, you know, while Spencer Dinwiddie is finally realizing that he needs to step it up, you know, in the, in this, with the second unit. But I, I, I just think, you know, their defense has gotten a lot better Dallas this season. Um, but just once again, I just the roster around him. Like, I mean, they they brought Christian Wood in, and, and you know they thought that was going to be the solution. And you know he's good, but he's also a liability on defense um, at times. You know he can be quite small. Um, 
you know, and and he can get bullied. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like still that I look at that roster and I just go, you know, other rosters in the West are uh, you know, more complete and, and and better. So, hundred percent they are. Uh, just a quick uh, quick run through. Uh, Denver still on top of the West, followed by Memphis, Sacramento into third. Uh, so they're playing really well there. New Orleans in fourth, Dallas in fifth, Clippers in sixth, Utah back up to seventh, Phoenix into eighth, Minnesota ninth, Oklahoma in tenth, then Golden State in eleventh, the Lakers in twelfth, Portland thirteenth, fourteenth is San Antonio, and the Houston Rockets are the bottom of the West there. Then over to the East, Boston on top, followed by Philly, then Milwaukee, are the Nets, who have played okay. Uh, they've won two of their last five. They struggled, but Kyrie's been stepping it up. As uh, Global has said here, Kyrie's an absolute baller. Yes, he is. Uh, Cleveland in fifth. My Heat up into sixth. The Knicks in seventh. Then Atlanta, Indiana's dropped to ninth. Chicago in tenth. Toronto, 11th. Washington, 12th. Uh, Matty Tabe says, Magic beat the Celtics again. And welcome to Matty. Yep, so Orlando in 13th. On 18 wins, they are still four games behind. Bit Chicago. of a bogey side for Boston. Jonathan Isaac returned source. Yeah, did play 10 well. minutes, so that's so that's fantastic nice to see. To see. Uh, then Charlotte and the Pistons are the two dumpster fires over in the East. Uh, last thing I did want to end on, I, I was considering giving this guy Lamont of the week, but uh, just, I thought it'd just be funny just to bring up Shannon Sharp getting into it with. Uh, Ja Morant's dad. Uh, and then it's came, pretty funny, wasn't it? It's pretty funny. And then they made up and kissed and made up the next day or whatever the hell it was. Or later on. It was just it was a just publicity hilarious. stunt, huh? It was a publicity stunt. Anyway, if it was any Joe Blow schmuck like you and I source that did that, we'd be uh banned for life. Uh, that, that's that's what I, that is exactly what I was thinking. I was like, what about all yeah. the you know the ones that uh you know LeBron singled out guys, Westbrook singled out got uh, uh, you know fans and got them ejected from the stadium. But nah, it's Shannon Sharp. You know he can just he can stay. He, it's all good. You know. It's a, it's very uh, the old saying goes, uh, you know, it's not uh, what you know, it's who you know. Bang. On the money, Sauce. On the money. All right. Let's move on. That's it there. We'll revisit the NBA a bit later in the show in the Le Mans of the Week, Sauce. Uh, it's going to be funny because I reckon you're going to get fired up when I, I talk to you about this and give the Le Mans as you are unaware of who I'm giving it to and for what reason. So it might get you fired up because you've been watching a lot of basketball and you watch this team a lot. So I want to see you get upset. So that's why I do these things. Uh, let's get to the EPL, the result source. We'll get to it in a second. Woo! Come on. <laughs> so <laughs> the results were, uh, we'll start with the round seven catch-up games. Uh, after defeating City, United drew to Crystal Palace. I was pretty disappointed in that result. Tottenham 2-0 up at halftime over Man City, and they choked 4-2. They're, they stink. They're just shit, Tottenham. They're no good. Uh, then into the round 21 games, Liverpool-Chelsea drew, so they are still sharing ninth and 10th position. Uh, West Ham 2-0 winners over Everton. Villa 1-0 winners over Southampton. Brighton 2-2 with Leicester. Nottingham 1-1 with Bournemouth. Newcastle 1-1 with Palace. City smashed Wolves 3-0. Haaland scored a hat-trick in that one. 
Uh, Brentford nil all with Leeds. Tottenham defeated Fulham 1-0. And the big one, uh, and deserving, of course, uh, to the Gunners, Saucy at uh, Emirates Stadium. Arsenal defeat United 3-2 in what was a ripping game, completely dominated by your mob and deserving of the win. But it was great because there was a lot of goals in this. 3-2 to Arsenal. this man was on fire, Dommer. There he is. Big sucks. What do you put in this shit in the freaking... Oh, my God. Big sucker with the wonder strike. And Eddie, he was on time. Don't you worry about that when you called him. He was there. Uh, no, it was a good game. It was a, great, it, was a, it was a great game. Um, but, Dom, I look at watching that game, if we didn't win that game, I was going to be pissed off because the way we went out and played, even when we went a goal down, we went a goal down, what, 18th minute, 20th minute or something like that. And we came out and we, you know, put the pressure on and, and put you straight under pressure, straight after the goal and, you know, put you on a, a sustained period of pressure and we were able to get the goal back, you know, within, you know, eight minutes or something like that. Um, and that's the response that you want to see. And, and that's the response that you, you see from championship contending teams that have the ability to go on and win the league. You know what I mean? That's that teams that that's teams that believe in their self and their ability and, and the plays that they have on the park and what they've been taught and coached that it's all going to come together. Don't worry, settle down. We still got this. There's still plenty of time in the game. You know, keep your head because we believe in our ability. And that's what I've seen there in that game. And it's really, really making me believe that it really could be our year. But the league's still firmly shut for me because there's still 18 games to go and we've still got games to come up against Manchester City and that's where it's going to be won or lost, in my opinion. 100%. 50 points to this point uh, in the season source. It's That's a massive result for Arsenal. Uh, it's more points than the Invincibles had in the season that they actually won the, pre- uh, the Premier League. Uh, based on the way that you're tracking, your, your team's being better than them statistically this season, which is good news for Arsenal fans everywhere around the world. Yeah, you play a really great, uh, great brand of football and coming from a non-Arsenal perspective, what you said there, I will second that, mate. You found a way to come back and to win this game. Uh, based on what you did in Old Trafford, when you lost to us 3-1 earlier in the season, we were the only team that had beaten Arsenal uh, this season. And, you know, you came back with a vengeance. You played played us off the park, mate. Saka dominated on that wing uh, Odegaard gave us so much trouble, uh, and Ketia was really, really good. Um, yeah, so credit to them, mate. Partey's played well. Xhaka, Martinelli, these guys did really, really well. So it's looking very positive for the gun and source. Uh, we'll get to the table just here. I'll bring it up. Did you see uh, Roy? Getting excited. Did you see? Actually, I'll ask you this question after I bring this off the, the screen, but here's Arsenal on top, Man City, Newcastle, United. Um, that loss puts us back on equal games played now with Newcastle Arsenal on game points hand apiece. As well. Yeah, you've got a game in hand over here, so you can still extend it to eight points. Um, Newcastle, United and City, all a game in hand over Tottenham in that fifth spot. That doesn't really matter for City, but for Newcastle and United, it does. So hopefully get back up by Jeez, six on I them. It looks like um, Liverpool could not, might not be playing Champions League next season. They're not playing Champions League. Twenty nine. The only points. way they'll, the only way they'll uh, fifth gets you Champions League or no? That's just your get you a playoff. Get you a playoff. I playoff. Think. Well, maybe. 
Maybe, maybe it's Europa. They've got two nah. games in hand. They've got two games in hand. They probably could. I reckon they will. I think it's a playoff. Tottenham, Tottenham will bottle it. They always bottle this shit. They're like, they're terrible. Well, they got Brighton the result against six. Fulham. Yeah, well, they play. Yeah, I know, but Brighton in Fulham's six, been in good Fulham. form. Fulham's in seventh. Man. Yeah, they I know, I know, but you should. You, but teams that are meant to be top caliber teams, you shouldn't be two 0 up against City and losing that four two. Like, come on. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, Brentford in eighth, uh, Liverpool and Chelsea in ninth and tenth. Villa, Palace, Nottingham are up in 11th, 12th, 13th. And then obviously this relegation battle from Nottingham, uh, well, more actually from Palace all the way down to Southampton. Frankie Lampard being given the flick. Yeah, got given the flick. They're looking at Marcelo Bielsa source for that one to come in and to be manager of the Toffees. So see what happens there. Uh, The other interesting thing before we finish or get to this week's games, uh, you see Roy Keane's comments. About Enketio? Is something about it? Ian Wright? No, nah, he reckons he's, he's good enough youngster in the world to play at Real Madrid. That's how good he's playing at the moment. Oh, geez. Roy. It's a big coming from Roy Keane. So, pretty good. Uh, Ashton, welcome to the show. His pundits yeah. love an outlandish statement. Look, he's good, Eddie, but he's, he's got to keep he's got to keep it up. He's got to keep it up. Exactly. Uh, the games this week, Chelsea, Fulham, Everton, Arsenal, Villa, Leicester, Brentford, Southampton, Brighton, Bournemouth, United versus Palace again, Wolves, Liverpool, Newcastle, West Ham, Nottingham, Leeds, and Tottenham versus Man City again. Uh, so stay tuned for the next round of football games. See, I thought United played. Tottenham versus Man week. City again? Yeah. Jeez. Is there a catch-up game somewhere here? No. That's it. Must be a break this week. No games this weekend. Looks like. So, anyway, stay tuned for that one. And let's move on, great man, to uh, the NFL. And it's... We've got to the final four. We're finally here. Um, San Francisco will start with the 49ers. Uh, Beat the Dallas Cowboys 19 to 12. I don't know if you've seen all the videos, mate, of the Dallas Cowboys fans. One guy punched a hole through his TV. Another guy, another fan took out his TV, threw it on the floor, then got his pickup truck and ran over the TV. I don't know what that, what that had to do with anything. But uh, disappointing. Brock got it done in San Francisco. Uh, so 19 to 12 some- in is there. Crazy, crazy uh, people out there paying absorbent prices for Brock Purdy uh, rookie cards, let me just tell you. Uh, and this uh, golden run he's gone on with the 49ers has made people go loopy in the hobby. I'll just, ladies and gentlemen, there's so much Brock Purdy product to come out. Do not be buying the rubbish that's coming out right now. It's so hot. Just wait. Just wait. If, if you really do like Brock Purdy and you want to buy his cards, just wait. Because once it's all said and done, uh, after the season, everything will, will, will settle down and you, you'll be able to pay a, l- a hell of a lot less than the cards, you, the prices that you're paying now. Um, that was a pretty shit game. Happen. I know. But what happens with Brock Purdy after this season? Are they just trying to raise his stock value? I still think that 
Tom Brady's going to be throwing the ball in San Francisco next year. It's either going to be there or Miami. He's not going to be at Tampa Bay. He's either going to be at San Francisco or Miami next year, I reckon. He's just going to shop his services and just take his pick. Hey, Domo, and just go, I'll bring you the Super Bowl. Bring me down. Mate, shoot, if he comes to Miami, we could actually win a Super Bowl. Well, 100% you could. We're loaded. Our defense is loaded. Our offense is loaded. We need his QB that can actually hit targets. I'd rather have the GOAT there than a backup, but anyway. He's still giving it to Tua. He had a good season, Tua. Like... He didn't get so many concussions. Come on, man. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's still not. Hey, concussions will rock rock around anyone, mate. When hey, I know, I know, I know. That concussion where he was knocked out and his arms. No, we were gave up the Lamont, mate, mate. We gave the Lamont his arms to the doctor the that hey, made him play. Oh yeah, I know, I know that, right? That's bullshit. Then he went yeah, and then he got concussed him. again, right? They yeah. fucked him, right? Kamaro Usman on the Joe Rogan podcast when he got that crazy yeah. knockout by Leon Edwards, they said you cannot do anything for three months, three months. Yeah. And they put this guy out there two weeks later. That no, a week a later. No, it was a week, a week later, later wasn't it? Was. That is a disgrace, mate. He should have never even been out to that go was, out there yeah. for four weeks at least. Well, that was the second one. The one where he had his hands up was the was the week after. That wasn't the first one. That, so that was the more dangerous one. Was the second mate, one? That's it's just crazy. And then they end up just, firing the. And then they got they fired the fucking the doctor that gave the advice. Mate, no, these, don't give me. This is what I don't I just, I'm NFL. just comparing this crazy mate, lawsuit just, so yes, long ago, and they had to pay it's out billions stupid. of dollars, and they're fucking still making these retire. Like you, you got to protect the players, man. And the players' association, mate. Oh, fucking, they're they're shit as well, mate. They should be standing up for tour. You know what I mean? In that situation. Yeah, I'm not bagging tour in terms of like. I'm just saying. He's not as good, obviously, his skill set no, to Tom Brady. He I, know, yeah, I agree. But I agree with you completely. They, The club effectively screwed him over this year by playing him. A week after he got concussed and then he was finished. And not for anything, that can ruin your whole career. So he might, this potential, he might not ever play again. We've seen the football players, mate, that have had concussion. They haven't been able to come back. They've been sitting on sidelines for two seasons, three seasons, and they're like, man, I'm not getting better, and then they just retire. So that's your career done and off a bad decision. Anyway, next one up was Joe Burr uh, against the Buffalo Bills and the Bengals just make their way through again, Saucy. They just uh, stroll straight into the final four, but they've got a big, big task ahead next, uh, this week coming, which we'll get to that game in a second. Uh, Philly slapped New York 38-7. to There's a no contest. And then Kansas City, Mahomes, 27-20 uh, to 20 winners over Trevor Lawrence and the Jazz. Crazy game. Uh, so if anyone didn't watch this, he, he went down with an injury and was pretty much on one leg. Like he was literally making plays where to run the ball back to the running back, like that, take those few steps. He had to turn, hop, skip, like sort of like hop off his good leg, do a little skip jump with his bad leg and then hand off the ball to the running back. And then, you know, he did a play where he got it back and the quarterback got, he had to got the, the pocket was collo- uh, collapsing. So he had to step up in the pocket. He stepped up, jumped off his good leg, one legged jump, threw it into the back of the touchdown, scored the TD. And that would have ended up being the ceiling TD. But, you know, to, to lead that drive, he led that drive on one leg. 
I don't think people say- like I think people know how good he is. They do, all right. Let's not say I'm not gonna say I don't think people realize how good he is because everyone knows how good he is, but people don't realize how good he is in terms of like the like the, the ceiling of his talent, whether he's injured or not. Like we've seen him do this shit before. He's just a freak. He's actually a freak. No look passes, hobble passes, hop passes, no leg. He could be sitting in a wheelchair out there, mate, and he'd be making the final drive to win a freaking a game. That's how good he is. Put a blindfold on him. He's a freak. That takes us to this week's games, mate, and they're two crackers. We've got the Eagles versus the 49ers. I want your pick for this one. Who, who Who's at home? 49ers? Uh 40, is it? No, San Francisco. Oh, sorry. Philadelphia. Eagles. I think oh, it's Eagles. This is, a, this is a tough one. I'm going to have to go with the home team. I'll go with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Um, I, I think this is going to be a low-scoring contest. I feel this is going to be a contest of the defense, you know, which defense can come out on top. I think big a big defensive play or big defensive plays Either way is going to decide this game. Obviously, you got you have to score the ball regardless. But you know, I feel like there's a, you know, the t- the defense that can cause the right amount of turnovers, get the off the their offense, offensive team back on the park, um, will come out on top. But I like I like Philly. Um, Jalen Hurts has you know uh, proven to 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 live up to you know what people were were expecting him to be. I mean. Um, so, which is good to see. Well, it's always it's always uh, nice to see a guy come out of college and, and have this success uh, in the big time. Um, and yeah, look, I'm going with Philly. Um, I'm gonna back San Francisco because I just like the Brock Purdy story, and he's doing a great job. Uh, and I like San Francisco, so I hope they get the job done. And then uh, Kansas City against the Bengals. It's in Kansas. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Look, I'm going to go with Kansas because I've, I've, you know, as I said, I'm riding Kansas. I picked them at the start of the season, so, you know, going to stick with them. But how how much does that injury affect Patrick Mahomes? How fit is he coming into this week? Um, We know, you know, Joey B can win anywhere. It doesn't really matter. So, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, Joey B, you know, not not turning up. I think he will. I think he's just that guy. I've said that for a long time on this podcast. I think, you know, when That's we, your boy. You know, I think when we, the discussion was like Joey B or Herbert and I was like, well, I'm taking Joey B. Um, and I've always said that. And I'm not saying that Herbert's not a good player. Like, I still he's a think good he's player. A great, great quarterback, but I just Bro, think Joey just B is, is better. He's just a better player. Um, and I've seen that through that first season. And then unfortunately, you know, he went down with his ACL and he's come back like a house on fire and made one Super Bowl appearance already in his first three seasons in the league. I mean, something has to be said about that. And, um, you know, has that great connection with his wide receivers. Um, so I think it's going to be a tough game. You know, I think this, you know, is going to be decided within, within a field goal. You know, I think the bookmakers have it like only a one-point spread or one-and-a-half-point spread. I think it's very, very split. Um, but I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs too because it's my homeboy. He's my boy, and I love him. So hopefully he gets the job done. Um, but, yeah, interesting to see. The winner obviously goes into the Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes could be gone for his, uh, his second well, he could have won it last. Was it last year? They got beaten? No, the year before. 
They got beaten. Last year was Joey B. Got done. Uh, Falvis says, need some glow-in-the-dark slab mags in the dungeon, Zorzi. It's hot. It's hot up here. Upstairs, he's, up, so. he's upstairs. That's why. Steaming. He's upstairs. And I had to shut right, the doors source. and AC can't come in, so keep the bit of a Bit of a Oz Open action. Let's get into it here. Um, a lot's transpired since last week. Everyone got knocked, has been knocked out. Uh, Nadal was gone second round. Uh, we had Medvedev booted out. Uh, Sinner's gone. Berrettini's gone. And we had the the last eight. I was sorry, last 16, which is now gone down to the last eight. But some notable games, obviously, yesterday. We had Djokovic, who supposedly has a hamstring injury, just came out and gave Dimonor a lesson in tennis. He beat him 6-2, 6-1, 6-2. It wasn't even a contest. Uh, we had uh, Paul defeating Bautista Agut in four sets. Shelton uh, beating Wolf in five sets. And Rublev beating Rune in five sets. Interesting source, uh, the Americans. There's a fair few of them uh, that are doing very well in this Grand Slam. Uh, new era of American tennis, it looks like, which is yep. pretty good. Um, the other interesting thing is that I've noticed there's a lot of high seeded to unseeded players that have advanced in the men's draw um, this this year in 2023. Uh, but of course, the two highest rated seeds in this tournament are Tsitsipas and Novak Djokovic that are left. Uh, currently at the moment, Karchanov versus Korda. Uh, Karchanov won the first set 7-5 and he's up a break and serving to go 5-3 up in the second. Uh, Then Tsitsipas versus Laheka tonight. You get a tip for that source. The Greek god Tsitsipas versus Laheka. I think Tsitsipas will win. He's been playing great tennis. He's been playing. He's been playing great tennis, and even in that game the other day, where Sinner was on top for a while there, and, and you know, in those sets when he came back, he, he kept his head and was able to win the the fifth set. You know, sometimes you know players crumble in that situation when they give up a two set lead, uh, but he was able to you know get out on top and, uh, and win the fifth and, and go through. So yeah, I like Sitsipas. I, I think that's the final that you want to see. I mean, you want to see Sitsipas against Djokovic. I mean, that will be, you know, give people best value for money. Even I think, even though I think, you know, this is Djokovic's tournament to lose uh, at this point, um, you know, his road to the final is, is, is pretty easy. Um, well, he's got Rublev tomorrow. Who's the fifth seed. So I was mistaken yeah. there. So Rublev is there. He's a good player. So he has to beat him, and then the, the winner, winner of match. that plays either the no match. He'll be no You match. reckon? Yeah. You destroy him. All right. And He'll then the winner. Four, of, within four sets. The winner of that plays against the both unseeded Shelton or Paul, the winner of that game in a semi. So he potentially could. Well, you never know. Some of these unseeded guys sometimes source can cause upsets, you know, because, you know, they play their, their best tennis. But the thing with Djokovic. He knows how his timing is unbelievable when to make runs in games. And don't get me wrong, if you don't watch a lot of tennis, there is runs in tennis. It's all about picking your time. Sometimes you're just playing consistently. You know, you're just getting the ball back, trying to make them run, do all the work, hit all the power shots. They think that they're winning by hitting all the winners, and then you go up a gear. 
and they can't keep pace with you and you just steamroll them. You just trample them. And that's what Djokovic has been notorious for for his whole entire career. Whether he's calling medical timeouts or the sun's affecting him too much sauce, you know, he's uh he's bloody wobbling, he's about to faint on the court on the on the court. Maybe the one where that, that, that final or whatever it looked like he was yeah, that's right, he's yeah, about he's to faint wobbling. and he, he's he's he's, he's got a towel over his head at the thing like he's dead and you know, underneath he's in he's pretending like he's eating something and they're asking him and after they were asking what did you eat, he's like, Oh, it was just you know, Pickle juice, some wasn't it pickle juice or something? Pickle juice or something like he's just like some juice gel or something like that. And he's just like, you know, making it like making it out. And then he just comes out in the fifth set and just like, you know, dominates. dominates it, dominates it, wins the set. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'm going Djokovic against Rublev and whoever wins the Shelton pool. It's a, it'll be a good, good game no matter what. So that should hopefully set up the games Thursday and Friday. The final is on Sunday, 7.30 p.m. So we'll definitely be uh, tuning in to that one and covering it next week. All right, Sauce, over to you for the UFC. UFC segment is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap. Uh, Australia's number one in MMA, BJJ, and martial arts hygiene. Roll Clean Soap is a proud family-run Australian business. Roll Clean Soap is made with natural ingredients and helps keep you clean on and off the mats. Don't be the smelly guy at the gym or at the next card show. Walk in with confidence with Roll Clean Soap and destroy the competition. Roll Clean offers a wide range of products targeted in assisting in post-training recovery. Our magnesium bath salts, bath bombs, and boost balm can help ease those aches and pains after a hard training session. Roll Clean offers many soap varieties to choose from. Just visit www.rollclean.com.au or hit them up on socials. Roll clean. We've got your back. Best in the business, Stoma. Keeps you smelling fresh. I tell you what. There we go. Just, and now, if, if you're listening and not... Peterwood and Lemon. Lemon. Oh, if, you're, uh, special. if you're watching this, then you'll see the code on the screen. If you're listening to this, so 20% off your first order. Uh, if you head over to rollclean.com.au uh, and at the checkout use the code double coverage to get that 20% off your first order mate they got everything this is the charcoal they got the lemon twist there's the original there's, they got different smells I don't want to go through every ingredient they got the king soap that's the curious soap there journey soap uh, fruit punch these hey, you got, you got, the, got the beard oil. Yeah, here it is. All natural, hundred percent beard oil. Make that beard, beard nice oil. and bad, smooth. The bad ass beard oil. The bad ass sauce. We got we got freaking bath bombs. You want to have a romantic uh, evening with your missus? Chuck a bath bomb in there. You can rub all the soap all over them. You just it's good for everything, mate. Not just MMA and smelling good. Get you in as well. There we go. Uh, we love the roll clean. Thank you to Maddie. It lathers up. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie says chuck it on the pubes. I'll tell you what, it lathers up nice on the pubes, mate. Don't worry. It lathers up beautifully. You've lost your shit. <laughs> You'll live on. Well, look, we've got to have a bit of fun with it. Uh, appreciate all the support from the team down Definitely. there at Roll Clean, Maddie and Kat. 
Um, make sure you check them out, ladies and gentlemen. All right, without further ado, we'll leave that up there while we read up some results off the UFC. The big card, 283 over the weekend. We'll run through the main card. We'll see how we did. Uh, I got this one completely wrong. Uh, I thought Paul Craig would defeat Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker gets the knockout in the first round. Uh, bizarre knockout. Uh, Johnny Walker took a kick. Paul Craig uh, caught the kick. And while he's got like got his leg and and sort of Johnny Walker's hopping on one leg, he's literally throwing punches with his other other hand, his hand, and he lands him with two good punches, and then he ends up just fi- finishing the fight off that. So as he's literally on one leg hopping around, he's punching him, and he's focused on holding his leg, and then he ends up crawling up into a ball, and Johnny Walker's just there laying into him and. Good night, Paul Craig knocked out in the first round. Uh, that was in the light heavyweight. That, uh, so, you know, good comeback from Johnny Walker. I think he's won now two fights or three fights in a row after being knocked out in one of the most crazy knockouts you've ever seen. If you haven't seen it, type in Johnny Walker, crazy knockout on YouTube, on Google, something, you'll find it. Um, and it was it, when I say crazy, you just see, like, the way he actually got knocked out. It was just bizarre. Um, but... Good comeback from him. Women flyweight, you have uh, Jessica Andrade defeated Lauren Murphy. I thought Andrade would, uh, you know, not, you know, get take the loss. I picked Lauren Murphy, so I haven't. Uh, not a good start for me, Doma. Picked Lauren Murphy last week, but Andrade gets the the job done. It was in Brazil, so she was obviously pumped up in front of her home crowd. Uh, she gets the third round decision. I said here Gilbert Burns would get the job done here, and he got it. Let me tell you, did he get it done? He got it done in the first round submission uh, inside you know, very, very short amount of time left in the round. Um, but, yeah, inside for one round against Neil Magny, Gilbert Burns makes it light work of it. Brandon Moreno gets the knockout in the third round. Uh, there's no better way to do it and, and you know, lock it up. Uh, the, you know, the quadrilogy is done. They've had four fights. Moreno's won three. Federer's won one. Uh, it's been a great, you know, back and forth between the two. But uh, I think it's time to say that, you know, Moreno is the man in that division, in the flyweight division. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where it goes to next. He, uh, you know, obviously beats Figueroa on his home turf in Brazil. And I'm not sure if you caught it, Tom. It was pretty funny. Once he left the, the octagon, he had to get escort, escorted for, uh, with security. And he was literally running. And as he's running, you just see uh, beer, beer cans, beer freaking flying everywhere. Just piffed at him from the Brazilian crowd. They weren't happy that they that he defeated uh, Figueroa on his home turf. So uh, the Brazilians, they're just ruthless over there when they, when they get the UFC. Oh, it gets even better. It gets even better when I'll tell you about the crowd here. So in the main event, you had Jamal Hill defeated Glover Cicera in the yes. round decision. Uh, really, you know... Jamal Hill's on a heater, Doma. Jamal Hill is on a heater. He's 12 and 1 uh, in MMA. Uh, I think, you know, you have to believe in him now. He's, you know, he's taken the vacant title in the light heavyweight. So he is the champ that was for the vacant title. Uh, he's taken the, the title. Um, you know, he, he is the man now. And and look, I'll be honest with you, I've, I've been a bit of a doubt of Jamal Hill. You know, like he's shown good time and, and uh, good timing in his striking. And I know his striking is really well, but I, I've never thought he's come up against a guy that can, you know, maybe overpower him when he gets taken to the ground. Uh, I thought Glover was going to be that guy because you're seeing what he did to Yuri, and Yuri's a really good striker. Um, and, you know, obviously we've seen the, the, what happened in that fight, but credit to Jamal Hill. He was amazing on the ground. Like he, you know, he held his own and then he was able to put those strikes on and man, he has hands. 
He has hands. I'll, I'll tell you what, I can't wait for Yuri to come back and versus Jamal Hill. I think that's going to be a fucking great fight in that light heavyweight division. Uh, Jamal gets the, the decision, wins the title, and uh, I'm not sure if you once again caught it, Doma. There was literally, I'm telling you, the stadium was 80% empty when he was getting the, the, the announcement of like he'd won. They already knew he won because it was that much of a, a landslide. You seen Glover's face. He had cuts all over his face. He'd landed way more strikes and everything. Like it was, you know, it was a shoe-in. Like Glover's just a warrior. It's hard to knock that guy out. Yeah. yeah. But like Jamal 100% won that fight, clearly won it. And they knew that and they'd left the stadium. Like they'd left the stadium before even he'd, they'd gone. And the winner is, Jamal Hill, like, you know, it was just crazy, just just crazy. Uh, but it was a great card, and, you know, good to have uh, the big main events back. Uh, we've got another card this weekend, Doma, I believe, uh, Sunday the 5th. Is that this weekend? Yep, Sunday the No, that's not this weekend. That's so, next week. Next weekend. So there's a week off, and then the following week, we're back on, and you know who the headliner is. Our boy, Doma, hot balls. Derek Lewis, he's back in action. Unfortunately, he had to pull out of his last fight, but he's back in action against Sergi Spivak. And Doma, let me tell you, Derek been putting in work over the Christmas period because he's looking slim. He's like really lost weight. He's lost weight. He's starting to take it a little bit more serious. He's lost a bit of weight. Because there's no obviously no weight limit in the heavyweight. You know, you can go well, he's probably he seen and Garnu's gone. He's probably seen an opportunity here. He's probably Maybe. seeing an opportunity. So, hey, he's lost what he's lost quite a bit of weight. So um, um, you know, this is a gonna be an interesting fight and see how he comes out. But uh headlined by Derek Lewis versus Sergi Spivak and then the co-main event, uh Jung Dan Un against Devin Clark in the light heavyweight. We look forward to that uh in two weeks' time. That's UFC for another week, Doma. Also, big props to Glover Tajira for a great career. Yes, Obviously, yes, he put that. the gloves in the middle of the ring and um yeah, he's retired from the sport, and he'll yeah. just continue to uh, coach uh, Pereira. What's his Pereira? Yeah, look, he, he's he's now probably going to be one of the lead um, sort of, you know, uh, you know, guys to help Brazilians come into the UFC and train them. I believe he has a big training gym and everything, and you know that mm -hmm. was you know him setting up his life after after you know fighting when he when he hangs up the gloves. Um, and he'll go into that. You know, what's good with Glover is he can speak English. He can speak Portuguese. So he can help that language barrier also with, you know, new up and coming Brazilian fighters that are coming up that may only be able to speak Portuguese. So, you, you know, he's still got a lot to offer the sport. And uh, he's been, a, you know, I think some, I think I read something, Doma, when the first ever UFC rankings uh, came out, Glover was in the top 10 and he leaves, and he's like third in the rankings. So he never left his whole entire career. He was in the top 10 rankings in the UFC. That's that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Like, that's unbelievable. That means, like, that clearly, that means you pretty much didn't have a long losing streak to not get outside the top 10. You've always been bounced back in your career, and he's, you know, had a bunch of fights. I mean, you know, I think he's, he's had 40, you know, over 40 professional MMA fights. That's crazy. That's so, crazy. you know, great Massive career. Obviously, he's retired and more than likely he'll be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Yeah, for sure. Alongside Jose Aldo, who um, got yep, inducted. He did as well. Which was uh, fantastic to see also. All right, Sauce. That's it for the UFC. Let's get on to Le Mans. Now, I haven't told you who this is or what this, it is. is All right, because I want to see you get fired up. Because I know you watch a lot of this team. 
And I understand, I understand, I completely get the fact that this person is making a lot of money, a lot of money, all right? 35, 37, 40 million over the next three seasons, all right? And I was, he's playing in a team where he's got two guys, there's two main guys surrounded by shooters, all right? He just needs to go about his business. And Jalen Rose, I don't know if you caught this, Sauce, came out, and you know I'm going to defend this guy. All right, because not everything's about offense in basketball in the regular – well, it is in the regular season when it, when it all that matters is your seeding. But in when it comes to playoff basketball, offense obviously matters because you've got to score to win. But the big proponent in component sorry, of playoff basketball is what? Defense. And what this guy has actually been doing in the regular season to guys and shutting them out of games and setting screens and creating offense – that no one seems to give him any credit for just because he can't score 30 a game when he doesn't have to is a disgrace. So Jalen Rose Source came out and said that Ben Simmons is stealing money from the Nets, ski mask and, go- and, and gloves. Pretty much saying it's just a high- he's offering them absolutely nothing and all he's doing is just a body there and taking the money from the ball club. I was, and this is just the Lamont to Jalen Rose. But then, of course, his old buddy there, Stephen A. Smith, has to back him up because you know how how it rolls. When we've got to bag the Aussie, we'll bag the Aussie. And then everyone has to jump on board and give him shit as well. Right? He's the problem that the the Philly stunk and all this stuff. Even that, you know, Brooklyn are fourth in the East and there's no Kevin Durant in this team and he's doing his job. And when Kevin Durant was there, he was still dominating as well. But anyway, apparently he's just there stealing money source. He offers nothing to the Brooklyn Nets basketball franchise. Nothing at all. Uh, I was a bit surprised in this. It's just a witch hunt on Ben Simmons, if you ask me. He's averaging 7.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, and and 6.5 assists per game. And apparently he's just stealing money. just because they look at stats, apparently it means everything. So, uh, Jalen Rose, for those comments, you, sir, are mic muted there so i started going, I going off and it was uh it was muted but um we'll leave that up on the screen don't look the, you know what the, you know what these media personnel are like i mean they got a witch hunt on this guy man they got a witch hunt on this guy um we've seen it before you know what's funny dom since he's actually you know i mean he got ejected the other day but since um you know kd has been out of the lineup he's you know, increase the amount of stats he's doing. He's increasing the amount of, you know, rebounds he's going after. Man, I, you got to watch the game. you got to watch the game to understand how Ben Simmons impacts the game. I mean, you know, with the shooters they got there, with Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Kyrie, you know, and these are the guys that are just playing at the moment. Um, you got TJ Warren, um, you know, that can shoot the ball pretty well. You know, with the shooters that they do have there, he doesn't need to score that many points. I mean, you'd be good if he, you know, he could get 10, 12 points a game. But, 
Um, you know, he has been a, a little bit more aggressive, but he doesn't need to score those type of points. He just needs to, you know, rebound hard, play good defense, pick up the, you know, the other guy's defensive player. Um, you know, you see him all the time. He's always, uh, you know, playing hard defense and, and trying to D up on, on guys. And you, you see him picking up fouls and, and things. Um, he played on Wiggins yesterday, for example. He had four points, Wiggins. Yeah. And then he played on Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson had 10 points yesterday. I'm just saying, all right? I'm just saying. There's other way. This he's, is got, he's got zero this impact. He's got zero impact source, this guy. Zero impact. Does Jalen Rose, did he play? He played, right? I don't know. He's a better defensive player than he was ever was. This is a so, guy that got robbed of Defensive Player of the Year to Rudy Gobert because it's a witch hunt and the media don't like him, so they gave it to Rudy Gobert. This guy should have won it. He carried the Philadelphia 76ers on his back when Embiid was injured. He took them to the playoffs, averaging 24, playing the best defense in the team. And he was still the reason why Like they're just he's just shit, apparently. He, does, he offers nothing. I'm with you, Sauce. Jalen Rose played, but clearly doesn't this see is, this stuff. This, this is what I mean. Like, I mean, he played, so you should understand that there's more ways you can impact the game than, you know, just that. I'm telling you, he fits well in the team. Once KD is back, don't worry. They'll be steamrolling again. I, You know. They can win looking, it. They can win it because they're looking like with that lineup, when you got, you know, Claxton playing the five, who's now – you know, as Matt, as much as we've given him shit on this show, we're might only have, giving him. Might have only, to slab this now. <laughs> might have to slab it. I'm telling you, the, the, he's. Hey, he. I think he's leading the league in blocks, or second in the league in blocks, or something like that. And he's becoming, Probably. you know, quietly becoming a very, very good defensive player. He moves his well on defense uh, for a big guy as well. Um, you know, he's a little bit scorny. So when you know, this is where this is my worry with Claxton when he comes up against the like of like Embiid and, and you know the bigger centers. Uh, he will get bullied a little bit, um, but you know he ha- he can hold his own, and, and he's played well in, in some of those games against those guys. And you know they have that lineup; they have KD, and they got Kyrie, and they got uh, you know Simmons in there. I mean, it's an interesting lineup, and 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 you know you need you need versatility. I mean, and with Simmons there, and you got KD, and you could potentially maybe move KD to the five, and then have play a smaller ball lineup when you have that situation where other teams go smaller, and you can't afford to play that bigger tall. You know, you got to have versatility, and and that's what you know Simmons allows you to to have. You know, he could play that. He could play the five. He could play that five role. As an underman, undersized five, because you're still a pretty big body, allow KD to still roll out and play that four role. Uh, I don't know. I, I still, I still, it just baffles me that you know that, that people don't see that how well he he can. You know, we've seen how well he's dealt with the team. I mean, once once he's been back, they went on. You know, he came back and they went on literally a. What's this? I'm just looking at it right now. A ten game winning streak. I just, I just don't think he's going to get the recognition he deserves I mean, he, until he, had four he games proves off. it. Until he proves it, source in the playoffs where he bottled. Until he proves it, there he won't get any recognition. He, he got injured. He had four games off, and since he's been back, they're literally in the games he's played. They are uh, fifteen. 
13 and 5 in the games he's played. Since he's been I'm telling you, until he kills it in the playoffs or does has an impact in the playoffs, he'll get no recognition in, of, of that he deserves. That's just it, because that's where he bottled it, and that's where they want to see him like play his best basketball. But if the Nets win the title in some crazy, whether it's this universe or alternate universe in four months' time, if they win the title, or five months' time, whenever the hell it is, is he going to get zero credit for being a part of that ball club? People are going to forget this period in of time when KD wasn't playing? And he had to play defense to help his team? Anyway, just wait and see, Source. I already know he's going to get no credit. He'll get thrown on the bus again, as per usual. No surprises. All right. Let's move it's, on. It's just, it's just funny from coming from a guy like Jalen Rose. I'll just, I'll just say that. All right? Yeah, fair enough. That's a fair point. All right. Let's move on to Hobby Talk, brought to you by Putnam Standard Grading. Thanks to the team at Platinum Standard Grading. Uh, interesting stuff. I've got to bring it up straight away. PSG, obviously, Hobby Talk brought to you by PSG. Now, something crazy was uh, was suggested. I don't know if he's being, he's half joking, but I know when BJ talks, Source, for those who don't know who BJ is, he's founder and CEO of Platinum Standard Grading. We know him. On a different, in a different relationship to what other people may know him or see him as. What you see is what you get with the guy. But when you know him, there's him joking, and then when he's talking, he's he's not half serious. He's full serious when he mentions these things. But he did say, "Source, two podcasts ago on the Platinum Standard Grading podcast, that he said if you he's thinking as Platinum Standard Grading, they said they're going to open up by the end of this year in the United States." That's the first thing he said. Secondly, he said, if you've got an Australian grading company and you want to sell, we're buy- like he goes, we'll buy you. He wants to buy all the Australian grading companies and put it under one umbrella and just run from there. It was crazy to say it, but at the same time, I, I think he's being full serious. We just know him. There you go. If you listen to this Your show... Got a grading company, you know, BJ. He wants the buyer. That's what he said. Exactly. Um, He'll do it. I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? It was just interesting. I thought we'd just bring it up quickly and just, it was an interesting uh, concept. Just let us know, obviously, in the chat. Um, I'm telling you, mate. Comments. Good quality slabs, PSG. Fair grading. Every grade I've ever got from them has always been fair. Right, and I overlook my cards and and you know look them in and, and before I send them as I've never got a card back and gone oh I'm a bit pissed with that grade or anything I think everything's been fair doing some unique things be interesting interesting to see the the development of the technology with the 
you know, the, the NFT that's connected to these once they get graded. As anyone who doesn't know, there's NFT that's minted on the blockchain with your card in the PSG slab with the grading well, process. Let us know in the chat uh, your thoughts of there being an, one overarching grading company in Australia and that grading company being Platinum Standard Grading if they were to buy out everyone. So that means they'd buy out everyone, like you, CGA, TCG Grading. You think of them, they'd buy them think. in Australia. Imperial, I think there's in one called Imperial. Imperial, I think. Yeah. Black Label. Remember them? Yeah, they would buy them. And new, are they based in New Zealand? I oh, I don't know. I don't know. They've gone quiet. I don't know if so they'd be I worth it. from them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what anyone. Well, TCG grading would be worth the most. Them and probably yeah, CGA. I'll, look, I see. I see them. I see them at the at the card show. Yeah. So I can understand that. Just yeah, TCG grading because they have such a big market on the TCG stuff, and then CGA because of the the history that they've got doing what they're doing. So anyway, yeah. Let's. Well, really well on. And any, anyone who's listening to that and is going, oh, I'll, ne I'll never send it to anything other than PSA. Uh, you just wait until uh, what I've got. You wait. Just wait five minutes. And, just uh, wait five minutes. Then you might reconsider time. and actually give, you know, other grading companies a chance or, you know, consider and say, you know what, well, I'm happy to we'll support to an that. Australian company. Uh, yeah. Because, well, once I show you later why, maybe you, you'll give it a second thought. We'll get to it pretty quickly, actually, Source. Uh, here we are. Here's the tops. Project 22 cards Ooh. ending in 11 hours. We've got Phil Foden by Dai Tamura. We've got Matthias De Ligt by Orlando. We've got a Peter Schmeichel by Stanley Chow. We've got an Andreas Iniesta by Ivan Bezlich. And we have Jamie Bino-Giddens by Tyson Beck. It's got the RC on there too, Source. Rookie card. Rookie. There you go. So we know absolutely ourselves. nothing about that guy, but I'll be picking one up. We'll be getting one. Don't you stress. So they're the cars that end in 11 hours, those ones. Uh, next one up, Saucy. All right. Uh, this has already dropped, this one here. Uh, what's today's date? Today is the... 24th. Today's the 24th. All right. So obviously Immaculate's dropped. We know that one has dropped. Yep. Being, so, being, being told by the Oracle that he will not be buying into one break, apparently. He reckons it's the most watered-down product of all time. So the Oracle, just... the Oracle told me, Source, that he watched a case hit, which was a – I can't remember who the player was. It wasn't a superstar. But anyway, it was a, hit the shoe. It was the tongue of the shoe in the card. And everyone was going off their nut, going, oh, what a hit, what a hit. What a hit. They turned the card around and said, this this shoe has no affiliation with the player in question. <laughs> so now they're buying their shoes from Rebel Sport, their, their material from Spotlight. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, mind Dick, you, it was done. Dick, Dick Sporting Goods over there has got the biggest contract in the history of uh, Supply. For jerseys and shoes, the Panini, it's unbelievable. But uh, the hobby boxes contain six cards per pack and one pack per box. They're about four and a half grand a box. And the Oracle told me you'd be lucky to get, if, if you get a good box, you'll get 
decent money, but on average, you reckon you'll get probably 150 bucks worth of cards if you're lucky. He goes, that's how watered down and crap the product is based on what he's watched. And he's watched a lot of shit, Source. Right? This is not a guy that watches two boxes being ripped. He watches cases get ripped. Uh, he said, look for three autos and two mem cards per box on average. Uh, best rookie patch autos, all that stuff. Anyway, I'm going to change it up this time. I'm going to do it this way so we can get a better look at the cards. Whoop. Let me just zoom it. Bang, here's some of the cards. Instead of putting it in that gallery mode. There we go. Yeah, look. I wonder if I can go a little bit more. There we go. Donovan Mitchell. There's Michael Porter Jr. sticker on card nice there. Of, uh, immaculate. Immaculate's nice. They've got nice cards. It's nice. There's nice your boy, card. SGA, Patch. Oh, look at that. Pau Gasol. Marks of greatness. Rondo. That's nice. Kaminga Patch. Franz Wagner. Franz, my boy. There you go. So obviously they've got the 75th logo man in there and triple logo mans and triple autos. They've got all that jazz as well. So anyway, buy your own uh, peril, this buy product, because it's so mate, expensive. Mate. It might, it's might, just... might be singles might be the way to go. Let's, let's be honest. Well, I, I mean... think... It breaks a pretty I think even a random spot is like a hundred bucks. You know, I mean you're not guaranteed a card. Random spot, yeah, hundred bucks or something like that. 120, I think I've seen it going for. Um it's pretty nuts, if you ask me. Uh next one source comes out tomorrow. Uh it is Panini Mosaic Basketball, 15 cards per back, 10 packs per box. Uh, returns with popular parallels, autos, inserts. Find one auto, 20 prisms, and 20 inserts per hobby box. Collectors can chase after a wide range of parallels, including hobby-exclusive Mosaic Red, Mosaic NBA 75th Anniversary, Blue to 99, Mosaic Purple to 49, White to 25, Gold to 10, and one of one Mosaic Black. Find autos of the top NBA stars and rookies in autographs, Mosaic, and rookie autographs, Mosaic. Look for number to 10 and black one-on-one parallels. Inserts that are exclusive to hobby boxes include straight fire, starting five, swagger, overdrive, and stained glass. And look for the new super rare translucence and rookie eruption inserts. Uh, so let me just do another zoom in on here. I'll bring this up with uh, Scotty Barnes. Jalen Green. There you go. Yep, not a bad set, Mosaic. I like the Genesis out of it and and, and the I like the um you know the refractor cards out of Mosaic personally. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping. All right, hoping, not guaranteed. That's why I say hope that they fix the QC, which it's a stupid hope to have on the print lines and the centering of these cards. No, no because we've seen the QC of Mosaic go down the toilet the last two oh. times that they've been released. It's rubbish. I mean, we've seen it even in, in um, you know, soccer. So, so hopefully. Horrendous. 
It won't be fixed, Donna. Come on, man. Ashton said, I've not brought a team slash spot in in a Mac break since 2019. It's his favorite product ever. I'm a sucker for their shadow box autos. There's some beautiful cards in Immaculate. But um, yeah, I just just think, man, you got to look, you got to look at the checklist, go and be like, man, I'm spending this much money to get a team. You know, where's the value for me? You know, in, in buying that team, um, you know, unless unless you're just straight chasing the the rookies, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. But you know, when I buy a, a spot in a break, like I'm looking like, oh, if I don't get this rookie, you know, what vets could I potentially get, um, and, and things like that. So, you know, at least there's there's a bit more chase behind it. Um, but as I've said, the Oracle, who is the man that knows a lot about the hobby said that this product is horrendously watered down this year. So as we say, do your research, look at the checklist and uh, buy at your own peril. But uh, singles, like most products, is probably the way to go. Maddie says, look at the checklist and check the vet logo, man, and pick the lower end teams with potential to hit a logo, man. It's not a bad way of doing it because you are going to get a lot more of the lower end guys than you are higher end guys. Not a bad, bad tactic. All right, Sauce, I'm going to throw it to you because you've got some interesting stuff to talk about. So, yeah. All right. Doma, this this has come across. Once again, shout out uh, Dan the Card Man. He's always uh, on top of things. I watched this video and I was uh, – look, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I was shocked, right, because – there is a phenomenal, you know, amount of ways that people try to scam you in this hobby. Um, but I was astounded at the level and the complexity and the uh, the the sheer volume of scams that this bloke has pulled off over what seems to be like uh, the last three years. That could be before that. Who knows? But if you haven't seen it, uh, go watch Huge eBay PSA Scam. Um, that's what the start of the video is called, Dan the Carman. It's released six hours ago. So go check out that video because he explains it uh, a bit more. But I'll just give you a brief description. Essentially, what it is, is this guy has, from what I can understand, and I believe this, I've only I've only watched the video once. I watched it two times speed. So if I got this wrong, that's why I've told you to go watch the video. But something along these lines. This guy has bought cards off of uh, eBay, uh, a certain cards. You know, it might be like low-end Michael Jordan Fleer rookie, right? And, you know, graded three, four, one, one and a half, two. They're still a few thousand dollar cards, right? Crack the slab, PSA graded, crack the slab, taken the original card out, right, for what seems uh, right, then got fake cards, fake, you know, Jordan rookies. We know how, how common they were to fake, and there are some really, really good fakes out there. Got the fake card, got a matching slab and welding machine and everything, created another fake PSA slab and put that, fake Jordan card in that slab and removed the real card plus destroyed the real slab from the pot report because he's cracked it out, right? He's then 
listed that fake slab that looks real like a really good PSA fake uh with the fake card on eBay, but not as a single listing, as a lot. Why has he done that? Because eBay has the authenticity guarantee and you know of a certain value. And things that are in a lot don't go through the authenticity guarantee check process. They, you know, things that are single items, they do, right? But things that are in a lot, cards that are in a lot, they don't. So there's a bit of a loophole here, right? So this guy's found this out, and he will put that that card in with a bunch of other basketball cards, you know, 86 Fleer basketball cards, you know, base ones or, you know, other basketball cards from that era. And put it in as a, in the lot. And we'll put that put that in, in the title, but then we'll say plus lot of da 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 da. Right? People have bid on these. You know, purchased the fake cards, gotten away with it. You know, uh, uh, you know, hasn't had chargebacks, nothing. So he's really duped people. You know, people think, oh, I looked up that serial number. It's a legit serial number. You know, he's copied the actual QR code onto the back. So they scan that QR code. It brings him to that. Uh, thing and he's removed the actual one from the pot report so what will he do with the original card well he then resubmits that card to psa gets it regraded right and then sells that card again so essentially he's selling the same card twice and making a fuck ton ton of money and this guy had fourteen thousand feedback on ebay now, his account's been shut down now. It's finally been shut down because what was happening was people were suspecting that they, they were buying fakes you know, down the line. Who knows how long he's got away with it for? He could have got a lot away with it. 14,000 feedback. He's been doing it for a long time. Now, now he, might have been selling, he, he might have been selling a lot of legitimate cards in there as well. But in between selling a lot of you know legitimates, maybe he was doing two or three little scams a week. And if you're doing it on certain cards, you know, uh, Wayne Get, uh, Gretzky rookies, I know he's done it on. He's done it on uh, uh, old Honus Wagner cards, not the Honus Wagner rookie, but older Honus Wagner cards that still go for a quite a bit of money. Older, um, um, you know, the the, the Fleer uh, Jordan rookies and, and older baseball cards that were were easy to fake back in the day, made on paper stock, Dommer. Really easy to fake. Yeah. yeah, and there's known a lot of fakes of these, you know, these cards out there. Um, so you know, he's targeted those sorts of things. Just an elaborate plan, man. Just an elaborate plan. It just goes to show, man, you, you, you can never be too careful in this hobby. And just goes to show that, you know, like I bought it, said before, you know, if you're ever just saying you're never going to send to another grading company, well, you know, PSA slabs aren't that all hard, you know, to fake. If this guy's been getting away with this for three years and, um, you know, it's probably duped a bunch of people. You never know. Someone might have bought a, a Jordan rookie and was like, oh, I'm going to buy that Jordan rookie. I don't care. It's a 2.5. It's a 3. It's a 4 PSA. Still a few thousand dollar card. Dom, it's still like a $4,000 card or something, right? Three, four thousand. Um, They put it away and they don't even know. They think it's real. They've checked the serial number. They've scanned the QR code. Bang, boom, works. Looks like a 3. Looks like a 4. They don't know. They've, they've, they've just recently gotten to the hobby in the last two years and they're like, I'm going to buy a Jordan rookie card. He's my favorite player. I've got the money. You know, I used to collect cards as a kid. I'm back in it. I'm going to buy the best card I can get, you know, of the best player ever, right? Bang, stash that $5,000 card away. They're unsuspecting. You know, unless you're now watching guys like Dan the Card Man, listening to guys like us, you know, and, and, and following this sort of stuff, then you can go, fuck, maybe I should go check that, right? 
But what happens now? This guy's now gone and he's got his money. He's scammed all these people. He's off eBay and he's had 40,000 feedback. So how, how many fake slabs did this bloke put out onto the market? You know, there's an article going back on blowout forums following this guy since 2020. It's two years. It's a long time. So what? So what's PSA done to the pop report? Oh, so what PSA has had to done is is has literally, you know, when people have suspected and they've had to send in and get, oh, can you know, oh, I think this may have been something dodgy's going on, blah 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 blah. They've ended up having to take those off the pop report. So who knows how many, um, you know, how many extra cards, you know, that this guy that are out there and ones that you know, haven't been taken off the pop report yet. And he's regraded that card and added extra to the pop report. So there's more than you think out of there of this card. Like it's just, it's, it just goes to show that the whole, the whole scenario around grading and this pop report rubbish, like you got to, you, you need it. You need to um, take it with a grain of salt. You know, you know what I mean? Donna, that saying, and you can't read much into it. Like, you know, you just got to, in this situation where you collect and, and if you want to preserve the card, be willing to send it to other grading companies because, you know, PSA ain't the be all and end all. I mean, this guy's probably, who knows, maybe faked a thousand or more slabs that, you know, and put them back out on the market. Like, it's not that hard it's to, to fake these PSA slabs. I'm telling you, the PSA plastic, Doma, is worth, no more than 50 cents that plastic, right? It's quite easy. I've literally found the same mold and everything on alibaba.com and said, oh, look at this, I can buy PSA cards. Now, I'm, now I'm sure those ones might be a cheaper plastic, but I'm sure if you got in contact with them, bought, you know, made a report with them, sent them maybe one of them and they could match it up and you'd, you'd get there in the end. It's, it's not that difficult, you know? Um, so, look... And in terms of the label, I mean, the PSA label ain't like nothing to, you know, write home about. It's, you know, it doesn't look like it's that difficult to 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 forge. And, you know, it, it's been proven that, that people have, you know, and the fakes do get picked up, don't get me wrong, but I'm sure there's a hell of a lot of unsuspecting people that, that, that couldn't pick up the fake. I, I'm sure there is, you know, many people out there that wouldn't even know the difference. So, ladies and gentlemen, the lesson here is always be wary of what you're buying. Never even trust, you know, as someone that you think that you can really trust, I mean, just still do your due diligence. Please, just just still do that extra check. Um, you can never be too safe before handing over your money. Um, and, man, don't think PSA is the be-all and end-all in this scenario. You know, like... Give other grading companies a, a chance. But, you know, Beckus had fakes, fakes out there as well. I think SGC's had fakes out there as well. Um, you know, what I mean, people like trying to copy their slabs and fake their slab and, and so on. So, you know, look, it happens there to other grading companies. So I'm not just targeting PSA, but I'm just saying that, man, the, the elaborate plan by these people to, to, to scam others in this hobby is just, just crazy. Just, just it crazy. Is. It is. It's ridiculous. It makes me it's shake ridiculous. my head. And, and, you know, I've always said always on this on this show, where there's money to be made, you always find opportunists that are looking to, you know, make a buck 
that you know isn't an, in an honest way. And um, there's so many ways in this hobby where if you do want to make a buck, I mean, you really can. You really can. You can. And we can. Right? And we've said. And you, said but you got to put in times. the work. You got to. You got to put in the work. You know, buying, doing eBay. You know, like having an eBay sniper, looking across different platforms, you know, PWCC, you know, being across different things, um, you know, getting into repacks, putting repacks together, you know, putting a little bit of margin on your repack. Shouldn't be too much, maybe, you know, 15%, 20% at most. Um, but if you do your right hunting for cards and are able to, you know, snipe some good cards and and get some stuff that, you know, is a little bit under market and stuff does fall through the cracks, you can hustle and you can make an honest buck in this hobby. Um, but- 100%. There are also a hell of a lot of people that just are this not uh, not. I shouldn't say there are a hell of a lot of people. I should just say there are people out there because it's not a lot. You know, I'm, I can tell you. You know, I think being buying and selling cards for the last three years, Dom. I think I've been scammed twice. Once was for like twenty five dollars worth of cards, and once was. Yeah, I think actually it might even be one uh, once. I think I can only recall one time. So one time for $25 worth of cards. Um, have had other issues in other times with just people slow at posting and things like that. I've always just taken the motive of giving people the benefit of the doubt. I've even had a guy literally not post a card for two weeks and, you know, he came up with all this story. I don't know whether it's true or not, you know, and I didn't want to be rude. Just said, post it when you can. He did. Uh, got the card in the end. So, you know, uh, was happy, but I've only had one scam. So there's not a lot of people, but you still need to be aware of this shit and you need to be aware that there could be potentially a card that you're looking at that might be in a fake slap. And you need to understand that how maybe you can identify that. So just be mindful, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, Dom, you can't preach this stuff enough. The people that no, I know that. That's be, why might not be. That's suspected. why I always say, like, when it comes to grading, I know the high end stuff. If you want to send it to PSA, I get it. But your lower level stuff, and this is not a slap into fa- in in the face to any other grading company, but you should be sending that stuff to companies like Putnam Standard Grading, and I'm not going to say the other one because they don't give us time. But like TCG Grading and all these places, yeah, because they don't have a pyramid scheme model based on the value of the card. Where yes. the more expensive it is, the more you've got to pay a premium. It's 25 bucks. If you go through our sub, 20 bucks on a special do- sometimes. Yeah, on a special. Card it's 27, show as, as 27 well. through us. So it covers just we an take admin, the admin fee. We just t- take all the. We take an admin fee. Yep. $2, $2. So $27, whatever card you want to send. That's it. Done. The turnaround times is literally not even two weeks. We're getting them back within literally a week and a half. Yeah. So back, Last order, we two, got back and within, back. We got back within 18 days or something like that. It was unbelievable. It was, it was, so yeah, it was ridiculous. I don't know why. Anyway, besides the point. Speaking of uh, card shows, this week, Sunday, card show Melbourne uh, is being held at the Cranbourne Turf Club. Cranbourne Turf Club. So we've got PSG, Cherry, Card Obsessed and Palms Off sponsoring this one. Uh, featuring Adam Trelaw, uh, Jamil Raymond, Halftime, Brian Lake, and Jake Ward. There you go. This is who's coming. $25 on the day if you buy at the door. Uh, and here's a list of the people that will be in attendance. 20 bucks pre-sale. So if you get the ticket online prior, you only have to pay 20 So that's probably the way to go if you're planning to come down. 
and uh, check out their Instagram page. Maybe drop their drop their Instagram page in the in the comments, Dommer. I will so source. I've actually got a post going out tonight that's going to have everyone tagged, and it's going to have all the shows coming up over the next few months. And then I'm just literally going to pull down that post and repost it every time my show's added, and have it pinned on our page so you can go to the first hole on our Instagram page and it'll always be there. I have the first show, so the most uh, upcoming show first to the later, later, later ones. So this will be the first tile that you see when you come on the show, and we'll have every slide in there. You'll see all the stuff, the QR code, so trying to make it good so we can see where all the shows are here in not just Melbourne. I've even got the South Australian show. I've got the Hobby Hangout Brisbane. There's right, plenty so of shows out there. Just shows. Yeah, uh, apparently there's a vlog of uh, the Adelaide card show somewhere. Yeah, yep, uh, yep, apparently. Um, buried deep in my hard drive at this current point in time. So, speaking of repack source, we're going to end on one. So, Matty Tape, also known as Mr. Corkings, has sent through a repack each, and he wants us to battle it out, all right? So, we're going to open it, and whoever has the better cards is the winner, I guess. Well, I've opened mine. Yeah, I'm opening mine now. Here we go. Hang on, I need to be a light in here. I reckon I've, I reckon I've got. Oh, I don't know if that's in order. We'll see. Jesus. Oh. All right. So obviously, he's uh, Mr. Corking's card. All right, I'm pulling up out of the back. Yeah. Oh, oh, hang yep. on, hang on. There we go. Mr. Court Kings, love the hobby, be the hobby. One of the best mottos I've seen. Love the, the front, hobby, the be back. the hobby. All right. Are you going to go? Your hit's obviously at the back, so I've put that face down. I'm not even My showing hit's at that. the back. I've got, one, I've got one in a top loader, so I'll show that. Yeah, same here. All right. So... All right. Zeke Naji rookie hoops. I got Zeke, Williams, uh, my boy. Isaac Okora uh, Raider rookie. Tyler Bay rookie. Don Russ. Saban that? Lee. Sam oh. Merrill rookie. Is that, that lights camera action of LeBron? Yeah, baby. I'll take that. Dennis Smith Jr. Who's this Lamont? Uh, Dwayne Wade's brother, Mixed. Dean Wade. Calvin Johnson. Rookie Pritchards, Anthony Davis, out of that. Oh, lights, camera, action, Jar Moran. Tribute, Shaq, out of Hoops Premium. Oh, what's this? Kyrie at the Nets, Flax, Prison. Bang. What is this? Flax, and then a Joel B. Laser Green. Joel Embiid, and then what's your hit? Rosen, Brandon Ingram. I'll take it. To 75. Oh, I think you've won here. Hang on. Patch Auto. Yeah, here we go. From the Spurs. It's a vet. Sean Elliott. I got a... Uh, hang on. Is that, is that Denny Abdija? This is Denny... Av Dija, right? Uh, and I got a uh, 
a napkin patch in there that is has zero association. So what's your say on the back? The enclosed game worn material. Oh, fuck you, smashed me. And auto, I guarantee. Game worn. Yeah, because it's 14, 15 national treasures, ah, mate. That's when they product. actually cared. That's a good they cared product. about their product, that's when they gave mate. a fuck. Yeah, that's when they cared. <laughs> they gave a fuck back then. Look, that's the difference. They gave a fuck back then. Look, it's on card two. That's nice. That's a nice card. That's a beautiful card. That is a beautiful card. It's on What's card source. Who's the player? Sean Elliott. I have no idea who that is, but it's a beautiful card. All right. Well, that was my Denny Abdesia. I'm probably I'm actually more happy that I got a uh, Patrick Williams base rookie right. in here, which, which yeah. I'm gonna keep. It's my guy. Well, I got lights, camera, action of Jar Moran as well, and I got a lights, camera, action of LeBron. You smashed Pretty me. happy with that. You smashed me. All right, Doma. I'm not ending there. I'm just going to open a quick pack. Might as well. I've got. It. I found this in the drawer. I just don't, I, mate. I opened some. Thanks, Maddie. Mr. Corkings, thank you there. very much. Make sure you check Thanks him out, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Corkings, uh, you got an Instagram page or what, Maddie? He's got his Instagram. It's Mr. Corkings, and then I'll put a link in the comments. That's if you want to buy yourself a gold repack. Go you chase it down. eBay store. Twenty right. bucks on eBay, so it's pretty good. Let's see, what what I got here? Is that Caruso? Hang on, might as well make myself big. Make man. yourself big, man. Iggy, is it? Oh. Michael Kidd, Mahi. Gilchrist, oh, out of the league. Frank Nakina, Spicy P, he's good. Evan Fournier, he, he's all right. Jalen Noel. Jalen Noel. Brian Forbes. Bryn Forbes. Mm-hmm. Who's that? CP3. Who's that? OKC. Tremont Waters, Silver. And, uh, oh, wow. This guy's out of the league, no? Seku Dumb, Dumb Buster. Oh, no. He's Wasn't a bust. He the Lakers. Wasn't He's he a bust, Lakers? man. And then a zero gravity Victor. Ola Depot, who's been playing really well for the, that is yeah. horrific. It's horrific. Oh, but we could get saved on the bonus. Oh, pack. here we go. All right, he's. Tw- it looks like it's twenty dollars down the drain. This is why he should have bought a most, uh, Mr. Court King's repack. Probably more value in that. No, not probably. There is. All right. Uh, Zubach. Zubachi. Who's that? Is that Westbrook? It's, it's Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and Duncan. Oh, did, did, no. I, fuck off. Didn't even get a fucking rookie in the, the – in the that's bullshit. It's not even a rookie in there. Fucking rubbish. And on that note, keep living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom of the Great Red Sauce. Well, I fucking buy singles. Peace. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Stick to singles. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double coverage.